call you out for your nice watch last time, so I'm disappointed. Are you ready? Oh, it's recording already. Fuck. I'm, I'm really not good at this. It's been 27 episodes and I'm really not good at this. Welcome back to the end of the world as we know it. Um, this is episode 27 of Too Serious. I am your host, Justin Gill. With me today, as always, my dear good friend, Joey, rated M for Mature Saleta. And we have a guest as well today, uh, Kyle insists insists that he's not a douchebag but (laughs) has chosen to add party before kyle and go by party kyle on all of social media ryan how are you doing my friend i'm very good justin don't talk to me about the last of us two because i wasted money on it gil god fucking damn it (laughs) (laughs) so um Thank you for giving me a fucking nickname. He yeah. texted me on my birthday and gave me one as well. He was talking about my fucking baby face. I Kyle is a, a long time. He's an OG fan as well. Um, this is the first time Joey and Kyle are meeting each other. Um, so, hello, everyone. Nice, hello. nice fucking introduction. Thanks for having me. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, Kyle, my first question is about your nickname, actually, because um, I I know you. I know you better than Joey. I know you at least better than the vast majority of our listeners. So I know that ogres are like onions and onions have layers and you are an ogre. So there is more to you than just the party Kyle moniker. You are an intelligent guy. You're a businessman. You're a hustler. You're a good lover to my friend, Sarah. So We love uh, Sarah. There's a lot of layers to you, man. So why choose to double down? on the kyle stereotype and be like you know what i do like drinking fucking monster and punching holes in drywall (laughs) okay so i used to collect energy drink cans and had shelves (laughs) around my room in middle school i did that full of them the amps mighty taco used to have one that was like their own signature one had every single flavor jesus fucking christ so yeah i yeah i had to throw out like three boxes full that were saved in my basement i found like about you thought they were gonna be worth money or something no i I think my mom just didn't want me she's like you liked it so much i'm like no i'm enforcing a stereotype (laughs) right now pretty bad yeah so that was yeah i had that but um so i got the nickname because i needed a new twitter name back in like sophomore year of high school and it was kyle the idiot okay yeah i did a youtube show also in middle school where me and my friends did dumb stuff i called it the kyle's an idiot show that's a whole (laughs) separate story so because of that bad choice i needed a new twitter name and my cousin recommended it so i said okay and then all of a sudden, it was like the summer happened. And then junior year is when I started going out. And everyone's like, oh, you're party Kyle. You, you go to Canisius. Like, where where's the parties at? So I'm like, oh, I, I don't know. I don't really go out. I hadn't started going out yet. Except yeah. a few of my friends were seniors at the time. And then they're like, started going out with me. And I'm like, oh, I mean, like I said, I would tell people, I don't know. But if you know a party, let me know. So I was just the address guy then for like two years. Okay. Like every North Tonawanda, we'd go to parties, Williamsville, Orchard Park, all around. Okay. I don't know. Did you guys go out like that in high no, school? No, me and Joe were fucking losing. No. So yeah. We didn't do jack shit. So you are literally the polar opposite of everything that we have come to be as people. So. Okay. <laughs> well, all my friends, like, instead of, you know, hanging out, we'd hang out in groups, but then we'd be like, well, we can't drink at our house or do things. So we had friends all over because I went to Canisius. Mm-hmm. You know, we didn't have just like a Winsville group or neighborhood kids as much. Yeah. Right. So 
we were talking with my buddy. I think the best story to say we'd tell to explain what would happen is we had a friend that was like just freshman year of college, mm. lived with just him and his mom in this like apartment building. But uh, he knew his neighbors and they were over. So we like tried having a party. He's like, my mom's not uh, working late tonight and then she's going over her boyfriends. We'll be fine. So we had like 20 people in this two bedroom apartment, right? Hanging mm. out. His mom came home from work. Oh, man. shit. It was, so she didn't go get dick down from her boy. No, no. Okay. And she came in screaming like you've never seen about kids drinking in her mm. like apartment. What the fuck are you doing yep. here? I'm going to kill you. So we all just ran, got in the car and we're yep. like, oh, shit. Yeah. So then all of a sudden we like drove down the road. He he calls us. He's like, hey, can you guys pick me up? I'm, I'm like, you're leaving your house after your mom came home? He goes... Yeah, I'd, it'd be a problem if I stayed right now. Oh, so Jesus I'm like, Christ. okay. I've so, never been kicked out of my own. Have you ever been kicked no. out of your own house before? No, never. Okay. No. no, me neither. Have you ever ran away or anything like that? No, no. Nothing like that. No. So your buddy. Packed bags, left them at the door, I fell asleep by the couch, put my shit away. <laughs> <laughs> it's really all talk. It's really yeah. all talk. Just threats. Uh, so your buddy got kicked out. Yeah. So we're then you sitting picked in up a, then. Yeah. Yep. Now there's all of us in a car and then there's probably like. A kid in the trunk now because we had a fully okay, backed sure. car, of course. Yeah. So he's like, "Well, I know somewhere we could go." Like my buddy said, uh, "We can go in his backyard, do whatever." I'm like, "Okay, cool." So we pull up to this house on a dead end. Yeah, and we go into the backyard. I'm like, "All right, uh, where's your buddy?" And he goes, "Oh, dude, my buddy's not here." He's like, <laughs> I'm like, what? He's like, well, my buddy's out of town. Yeah. But he said, like, you know, we're not coming home. You, you can have like people over in my back. I stop bouncing your hand on the table. Okay. I'm <laughs> well, anxious. He's like, but up, He's like, yeah, my buddy's not home. He said, throw a party at my backyard. I'm like, oh, I don't uh, think I don't said it that works, way. Yeah. Did he we, own this house? Was his parents' house? No, his parents' house. Oh, okay. Oh, uh. <laughs> in like, I think we we're in like Williamsville, Clarence area. Okay. You know, our own neck of the woods, and we're like, oh shit. Yeah. So we had already texted, you know, probably thirty people to come over. Perfect. Yeah, you yeah. know, average size party. Yeah. And they were probably going to tell a bunch more people and whatever because you got it. It's a numbers game. Yeah. Not, why? Not why every? Why vet the venue first before? <laughs> before but also, inviting everyone if you in the text world. thirty people, <laughs> yeah. short notice, yeah. maybe ten will show up. Yeah. This is, but it was also there was a group of kids that just had nothing else to do. There was always, you know, there was just constant group chats being made of here's an address and go. Yeah. It was very wild yeah. to think about it. If uh, when I look back at it, but. So there's like 30 people in this backyard. Me and my buddies say, yeah, we should leave. Yeah. Like, this is, uh, you know, the other kid's problem. Mm. We are not involved in this anymore. Okay. We didn't know that this, uh, no one was here. So we go out and there's two cop cars. Mm. Yeah. Uh, As expected. Yep. Yeah. So Clarence we walk out of the back of like the backyard over here. So we go across to the neighbor on the other side of the dead end. We go around, and then, like, three more cop cars pulled up. So mm-hmm. we were like, okay, my buddy's van was parked around the corner, and that we had buddies that were stuck behind trees 
between houses. So we had to go in the other neighborhood when they ran to the side, jumped in our car as we're talking on the phones, navigating to each other, and then went home. So you are basically like the concierge of parties then. Like you you were just in all these group chats and you knew where the locations would be. Would you always go to all of the ones that were happening? There was definitely some sketchy times. There was times I wasn't going out, but people would be like, Oh, you told me about this party this one time, so I'm telling you about this one now. It's like, uh, okay. I scratch it's your back, reciprocal, you scratch my reciprocal back. party culture. <laughs> there would be times where kids I didn't like going out with would like ask me for an address, and I would tell them a party like I knew I wasn't going to, and I'd be like, yeah, here, go here. And like I'm not going there at all mm-hmm. because I don't want to, but I knew it, and then we wouldn't go there for certain people sometimes. Do you, weird. Do you remember the first time that you ever got drunk before? Do you remember that time? Yeah, uh, like sixth actually, grade. Dr- sixth grade. Sixth grade. <laughs> oh my god! Oh, uh, shit. Yeah, I blacked out. All inclusive in Mexico. Okay. Okay, so your parents were involved. Okay, so my parents were also, you know, drinking, you know, having a good time. Yeah. Okay. So then, my I had older cousins that were just eighteen, and okay. I don't know. You're like eleven, or right in sixth grade. How old are you? Like 11, 12? Something around there, probably. probably. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So I had cousins that were like 17, 18, 15. So they're like drinking. Mm-hmm. And they're like, well, you can have like a beer. It's not going to kill you, you know? Yeah. I'm like, okay. So I had a beer. And then they like were like falling asleep because they had been day drinking hard all day. Yeah. So then I'm like, like you can finish this. They're like, oh, it won't kill you. He'll go to bed anyways. So what they didn't know is... <laughs> That I ended up going and finding my older, older cousins who yeah. are like 13, 14, and 15 years older than me. Wow, those are some old cousins. Yeah, my <laughs> oldest cousin's like 36. Got it. There's like uh, seven or eight of us. Okay. And my sister's the youngest. She's tw- 20 next month. So, What's your sister's name? I met your sister. Charlotte. Day. Charlotte. Okay, cool. Yeah. So then they go down there and they're doing these smoothie shots and the bartender called them Hasta la vista, baby shots. Okay. So they, I did one with them. They're smoothie shots. He's like, no, he's underage. They're like, come on, dude. I've slept him a five. They're like, okay, you can How have one. How old did they think you were? They you know? knew I was, but like, oh they're my just thinking one shot with your it's older Mexican. cousins wouldn't be like a big yeah. deal. But I'm like a kid and had like two full beers. You had already also. drank as yeah. well. Yeah. <laughs> so then I just woke up on my in my on the couch in my cousin's room the next day and went deep sea fishing. Felt fine, but you didn't get sick at all. No, no. Damn, dude. But, See, it's so interesting. Interesting because even when I was younger, my my dad would be like, "Oh, here, have a beer." At the age of like yep. fucking thirteen or something, I you'd sip it and then Didn't I'd like be it. like, "Absolutely disgusting! You Don't ever give me that good. again." Did you like it because of I liked culture, it? Was you liked Dose everyone Keys. else was drinking. It was oh, okay. Dose Keys. I've okay. always loved it. Maybe because it was just because I wanted man in the to. world. Do you when they want to do rebranding? Yeah, exactly. Do they? Do you remember your first time getting drunk? Have we ever talked about that? Um, not here, but um, I funny story. Same situation, kind of, yep. with him. Not at that young of an age. In Mexico? We went to Punta Cana. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> and I wasn't... I must have been 19, I think, at the time. 19 or 20, because remember, I still wasn't legal here, but I was legal there. So we went out, and then I just went crazy the one night with my friends, and mm. but it wasn't like one thing i would i would try it anything they'd give me i drank oh and i yeah. they'd give me i forget what the name of the beer is um there's there's some like just generic like beer modella to there's like a it DC. starts with like a p i can't remember the name of it but whatever we we drink that so that shit was gross yeah. i hated it the, the taste of it didn't you know it was not appealing in any way but 
they'd start me off with that, and then we'd move to mudslides and other mixed drinks. Yep. And then, like, I'd be like, okay, like, give me a water. Then they'd give me fucking, like, more mudslide and uh, shit. okay. So it was a lot of sugar yeah. and beer and Oof. just, like, vodka and shit mixed in my stomach. Yep. And I remember going back to my hotel room, the person I was with in the room was with some girl in another hotel room. <laughs> I helped out myself. I remember waking up in the middle of the night just destroying the floor in the bedroom. Yeah. <laughs> it was nuts. Yeah. Like I called I called down to the down to the reception desk. I was like, I need a mop up here. Yeah. And the guy, I remember I was leaving my bedroom because I at that point I was scared. I thought I was getting like somewhat food poisoning. Yeah. And From or, I'm sorry, alcohol, uh, beer, uh, alcohol, alcohol poisoning. poisoning yeah. <laughs> so I remember leaving my bedroom, like just stumbling like down the street because it was like my room was like like two blocks, like on the resort, it was all mm. inclusive. Yeah, only way away, to travel. right, yeah. <laughs> right, away from my room. So I remember walking down, just being a mess. And the Mexican guy that walked by me, or the guy from Putin that walked by me with the mop, was just staring at me, just shaking his head. <laughs> like he, he knew what he was going to be running into. And then when I got to my my friend's room, I remember I knocked on the door. And then, like, I just, like, curled up in a ball, like, outside, like, their room. And they looked out the peephole to see who was knocking on the door at, like, 4 o'clock in the morning. And they didn't see me, so they didn't mm. want to open the door. But finally, they went and checked and opened the crack with the latch on. They were like, dude, we almost left you outside all night <laughs> oh because we didn't God. want to open it. <laughs> Absolutely fucking disgusting. Don't you? There's nothing. I don't know. There's nothing that I feel worse about than going to a hotel and just, like, making a mess for people yeah. to clean up. Dude, I've this... done that in Canada. Oh, really? Like, <laughs> <you're a> puker, <laughs> huh? Yeah, what the fuck? But in Canada, it was because we had cigars, and mm. I was, I that, was that drunk. Yeah, I was yep. drunk. And I remember walking into one of the restaurants and trying to get to the toilet and just cover the wall. Just, like, the corner, like, behind the toilet. <laughs> <laughs> bro i uh it was bad i went to i went to florida with emily one of the or no actually was this in there i don't know where it was i think it was i don't know it must have been florida because we were eating seafood um and i don't eat seafood a lot so Mm -hmm. but it is like one of my favorite foods so when i go to a place that seafood is like the prevalent culture of the food there i will eat a fuck ton of it so the first day that we were there in florida um i ate just like way too much of different shit like i had never had like calamari before or anything like that so um my my stomach was grumbly you understand so i went back to the hotel room with full intention of just like shitting my fucking pants and i absolutely did and it did not stop (laughs) coming out now the problem was we didn't know because this was the first time we were using the toilet the toilet was fucking broken in our hotel oh, and we didn't Jesus. fucking know so when i flushed it after just obliterating the bowl um all of the water did nothing went down and it was just fucking shit <laughs> just coming out of the top of the toilet and it was oh, no. everywhere because you know how it's like you, a lot of the hotels it's like the whole bathroom is like the tile and yeah then it goes out into the other area yeah. and like usually that's tiled too but it was just like seeping into like the carpet <laughs> it was just fucking shit. shit yeah exactly so i had to i had to call a grown man me a grown man had to call another grown <laughs> man and be like i need you to mop up my poo poo please <laughs> Yeah. Have you ever just have you ever do you ever have like hotel parties when you were No, you were I there was I never a lot of people did that in Clarence. I, I didn't do that a shit. A ton of people did yep. it. I it was never my scene. Mm-hmm. Never. I like going out to like Toronto or somewhere and yep. like doing it with your friends. Yeah. 
but then going out. But no, I never was the scene for a hotel party because that's when I feel like people got in a lot of trouble with cops and shit. Yeah, exactly. Do you have a? Did you have a fake ID when you were younger? I got my first fake ID when I was like seventeen, and like during my spring break of senior year, I got okay. a fake ID. Okay. All right. Um, I never had. Like I said, me and fucking Joey are fucking losers, dude. No. We didn't do any of that shit. I just don't like going out in general, as you fucking know. Mm-hmm. I, I don't... I think it's like agoraphobia combined with the fact that I just don't drink anymore. Um, I thought that I lived fast, and that's why I was done with the drinking, but you've done all your shit fucking before me, and you still are down to clown, so... I mean, I definitely was raised around it a lot more. I mean, my dad owned a bar from 19... 19- 99 till now because of kylie jenner it had to close down okay. you know she bought him right out really yeah. that's what that's Damn. what finally took him down dude that fucking sucks. yeah because it was just a neighborhood bar no you know no food or no nothing but people would go in there and do stuff i mean we had parties there for birthdays anniversaries you yeah. know i worked there i bartended for a while i cooked grills i worked stags bachelor parties whatever you know so it was never like something that was like no 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 it was always like okay and then like I don't it know, was just like, more casual. Yeah, okay, and like family parties, I feel like were you guys allowed? You, you know, we, no parents. No, I was never so fucking did. strict, man. I think that's why I, you know, when I finally was able. This is a common story for a lot of people. But when you are, when you grow up in a stricter with like alcohol and drugs like that type of stuff, and then when you finally are introduced to it and able to do it for yourself, I feel like you go way over the top. I feel like that just happens to a lot of people. Mm-hmm. So that's kind of what happened to me, and I kind of just burnt myself out. It's really what it was. But when it was introduced, I mean kind of uh ironically it's introduced to you at a younger age but it's introduced in a more casual way um you know you you didn't fucking you didn't fucking kill yourself you just decided to go by party kyle on fucking instagram yeah at party kyle on twitter and instagram right oh seven oh, <laughs> oh seven, seven. <laughs> okay the oh yeah you have your uh oh yeah it says party kyle on the back maybe we'll get that for the thumbnail you're good maybe we'll get that for the thumbnail um but uh but you have um you, it seems to me, at least, that you have uh, settled down a little bit. I mean, you met you met. How did you meet Sarah? Sarah is one of Emily's friends, yeah. so therefore I I know her. So I was so like I went to Brockport for a semester. Sure. At no a year and a half actually. Then I went to UB. That's way longer than a semester. Yeah, <laughs> three of them. It's okay. But so like I partied a bunch then, and then I was just happened to be I had a spring break group. You know, my two, three best friends. Four of us went out. Two guys, one girl. We did everything together in Buffalo. They lived in the villas. We uh, and we went to Punta Conta our second year together. And when we were getting into the pool, my one buddy John just goes, so "Those girls say, hey, where are you guys from?'" Mm-hmm. And they're like, "Oh, we all go to Albany together." Oh, and my shit. buddy goes, "Oh, I so I live in Albany right yeah. now. We I just graduated from UB last year with all my friends." Yeah. Always happens to me, whether yeah. it's college or high school. My friends always end up being a year older than me. Or two. Okay. So they had just graduated. I was still in my, uh, well, I did the five-year plan. So I was three years in at UB. And I go, well, I'm the only one from Buffalo. And Sarah's in the back of the group and says, I'm from Buffalo. Who's from Buffalo? Yeah. And we just headed off. We were like hanging out in the pool together. Our groups were hanging out. And then, you know, we uh, the next day we hung out a bunch too. Yeah. And- after I said, do you want to hang out when we get back to Buffalo? And she had graduated the semester early, yeah. so she was already home most of the time. So then we just hit it off. That's so fucking well, sick, dude. Nick 
Nick Jansen, he met his girlfriend as well out on a, they, they went to a fucking music festival hmm. in Toronto. And then it just so happened that they literally live like down the street from each other. That's practically. So, weird. so it's so cool that how you, it's just weird. I mean, like I know that it's a common place to go for spring break and you were on spring break, right? Yeah. Uh, so like obviously the odds are high, but it's also a common place to go on spring break for like every college fucking everywhere. So for you to meet somebody that lives right down the street and you guys really do seem to get along. So at the same resort too, there's when, tons of resorts. That's true. Right. Tons yeah, it's of like countries. all the way down the street. <laughs> yeah, in the pool at the same goddamn time. That's pretty sick. Did you when you okay now because of uh, because of the stereotype that you have lived your life by? Did you know? When you went there, were you in the mindset of like, I'm going to settle the fuck down? No. Or did Dude. Sarah completely change her mind? <laughs> no, it's funny. Sarah and I, neither of us were. She's oh, like, yeah, she yeah. wasn't either. She no, was still so. living at Albany. So she was like being like, this is my last semester away at school. Already like I'm moving out. home yeah. with my friends. I was like, I'm with my friends. I only see like once or twice a year. Yep. I'm like, this is probably one of our last spring breaks. Like we're just and like. I'm not going to go to a different country yeah. and like settle down with someone. So, but then we, when we just hit it off, we were just hanging out, hanging out. And then I'm like, well, I don't want to stop hanging out. So, but she, she definitely felt harder. She's going to, she told, she's going to hate me for telling this story, but <clears throat> she knows I was going to. So, one of the first, you know, second day I'd known her, I'm like, hey, do you want to like hang out? Like, uh, after dinner and whatever. So, you know, we went to the bar, we were drinking, we like hung out on the beach by the pools, went to the, like, you know, they had like a buffet there. Yep. And then I like walked her back to the room and I'm like, all right, like I'll see you later. I think she was leaving, whatever, like we'll hang out, you know, after I asked her out and stuff. And she's like, okay, good night. I love you. And then shuts the what? door. <laughs> <laughs> and I just stood there like frozen, like yeah. didn't move. And I was like, did she just say that? Yeah. <laughs> and she, her said, she said, she closed the door. She's like, no, I said, I say I love you to everyone. Like, yeah. it's not a big deal. It he probably didn't anything. hear it. Shut the door and like, didn't think anything of it. And I just stood there for like a good two minutes. And I'm like, what was I supposed to say? <laughs> <laughs> like, like, I was just like, did that really how, just How happen? late into the relationship was this? Like when you actually. Second day of knowing her. Second day of knowing her. Yeah. After yeah. like, we after. had our like first Punakana day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Got it. Got it. That's fucking <laughs> yeah i was just like i was like oh okay i'm like well i guess i i would settle down with her okay <laughs> like i thought about it then i'm like i'm like i guess i did ask her on like i guess i'm in it now baby i'm in yeah she's like yeah no i didn't think about that for a while i'm like oh i thought about that all the time <laughs> Man, I, you're like i need to get my shit together this girl's in love with me yeah, right. <laughs> fucking hey what do you remember when you first said it to faith or do you not joey um, and faith aren't actually dating i've, I've I come do, to the I conclusion honestly i don't even know you don't remember or you just don't say it? Um, don't you agree that we need to have faith on so that we can ask her what the fuck happens in their goddamn yeah, no, relationship? I, no, that happened. Yeah, when we were at my... How long um, have you been together? Dude, I don't know, like fucking five years. Yeah, okay. insane. Like, hey, do, you, do you know the we're, last we're time you told this... her you loved her? Yeah, we say it like daily. It's okay. It's not like uh, a... It's a yearly thing. It was just yeah, yeah. <laughs> once a month. Right in front of the Christmas tree. That's where yeah. we say it no, one time. We're, we're both like this. It's, uh, I mean, it's, I don't know. I, I don't go and glorify the relationship. I mean, yeah, it's it's great. We're good. But it's not like, like oh my God, I remember the first time we ever fucking touched each other or kissed or touched fucking each other. saw each Let's other in locked eyes. <laughs> I didn't mean like that. Uh, <laughs> 
Uh, but no, I don't know. It's I don't know. That story is not as uh, uh, interesting. I God, think he fucking clams I, up every time yeah. I mention her name. Dude. So well, Joey uh, tells Faith he loves her as much as people go to church. That right. <laughs> yeah, on big holidays. Oh yeah, that too. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> At every Easter yeah. and Christmas and her That's birthday. Yeah. Uh, every Sunday. Yeah. yeah. Did was was Sarah your uh, was Sarah like your first serious relationship? Uh, it was my first relationship over like three months. I yeah, never I was say, could it's definitely make it for sure. You never guys have been together could. for what three three years now? We've been no, not three years. Two? Uh, fifteen months, like 15 a year. Months? So wow, I feel like you've been in my life for forever. Oh no, it must not have been because we just yeah, I just met you like last year. Like we just went to our year of knowing each other. We went on spring break again, and then when we came back, it was like Kylie Jenner. Yeah, got it. So mm-hmm. then we were quarantined together for like a month and a half yeah. in my house. And my mom was living with her boyfriend. My yeah. sister was at my dad's. She was at my house. And then after that, I was like, well, I could definitely live with you. So now we're looking at houses. But that don't you think that's like super important to like test out living with somebody? 100%. I have really don't. You don't fucking know. You have no fucking idea. I feel like it's hard to find out if you're going to um, if you're going to find somebody that that's another important factor of it. You have to find somebody that can get along. Cause I just heard you mention it. You have to get along with, they have to get along with your friends. Oh yeah. Um, now it took me 45 seconds to say that. And I don't know why I just stuttered through the whole goddamn <laughs> sentence. So basically I'll say that again in a consolidated version. It is hard to find a significant other that gets along with your friends because, uh, we've definitely had some run-ins with some fucking crazies through our friend group. And I know that you have too, because, uh, well, I probably won't say their names, but I met some two of his friends. So shout out to you guys if you do end up listening to this episode. Um, also, R.I.P. Sorry for your fucking loss on, on some of these girls. But so, how important is it to you that Sarah got along with your friends? And have you kept the same friends for a long period of time? Yeah, I have definitely like a few friend groups. So like, I have my high school friends, which are like the guys that I used to. We used to hang out every weekend. We go to parties. You know. Like those guys that were, you know, my car group, yep. you know, and then I have a few college friends from one Brockport, but like it's occasionally I see them. Hmm. And then most of the time it's my friends from UB who it was like a few, but most of them went away. And the one kind of introduced me to his like Clarence friend group because sure. he's my best friend. Yeah. So I, that's how I became friends with them. Okay. And Sarah so, gets along with them then? Everyone, yeah. Okay. Sarah gets along with everyone. She's great, as you know. My family likes her more than she like they like me, I'm That's pretty sure. That's how it goes with fucking Emily as well. I don't understand how these... Sarah and fucking Emily and Claire, I don't know why all three of them um, are so good at fucking communicating with people. Like, I love talking to people. That's why I started this podcast. But I'm so bad at, like, the approaching of, like, a group of people that I'm not familiar with. Um so I don't understand how I can literally, I, you could drop any three of those girls in a situation with people that they've never met before and they'd immediately be friends with everyone at the They'd be party. in a group chat by the time they're done. Exactly. It's so it's, goddamn annoying. It's, <laughs> it's not fair. It's not the fucking world. fair. <clears throat> but uh, why don't you tell us a little bit about some of your, because I've only heard half of the story. Um, some of the girls that you've, your friends have ran through. Wow, the, in a in a sexual term? No, <laughs> that no. ran through. Jeez, no, just ran through. Well, also, uh, ran my through. friends yeah, aren't that, but uh, no, there's definitely been some like crazy eyed people. Like back in high school, there'd be this one girl that just clinged on to my one friend so hopelessly, and we're like, 
dude, you 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 don't give her the time of day. Mm-hmm. Why are you letting like letting her know where you are at all times? Yeah. And he'd be like, well, and then you know, there's there's things you want, and then it's like crazy oh, when they broke up, egged his car. Yeah, I'm like egged his car, egged his car. Oh my god, dude! I don't understand that, that the property school. damage. I don't understand the fucking pettiness that happens when you break up with somebody. Did he cheat on her? They were never together. Okay, he just told her to stop we were around. on a break. Okay, no, no, like it was like because you know, so he's like, you never give her attention, but you tell her where you are at the end of the night, and he's like, well, like I don't care. I mean, like, didn't this man just get fucking done saying my friends are like that? Well, dude. no, I, my friends are like that. Uh, you dude. know, everyone you know goes through a phase with <laughs> sure, it. Sure, yeah, yeah, yeah. But uh, no, the most recent one of my buddies broke up. His ex girlfriend was horrible they'd yep. get into fights mm-hmm. and like she'd like freak out about the smallest things shoving him in rec room hitting him in the face and things and we're like well like re- making scenes of things there would always be something and we're like dude like why do you do this and the one time he just was like so you what do you guys think of my girlfriend <laughs> we're like we've been telling you for like two years it's that she's fucking crazy she's fucking <laughs> crazy so then they ended up breaking up and uh, he is way happier in a way better relationship now. Mm-hmm. But there have been, uh, she like put his stuff, all of his clothes into a uh, fucking bag, threw it on his front lawn and wrote like trash on it. His mom like pulled in the driveway and had like to, after like, they pick broke it up, up. I'm assuming. yeah, all his clothes <laughs> just while they're still dating, throws yeah. it on there. Asked for money back for the money she had spent on him from Christmas. That happens. That is crazy. That's to a me. very high school thing to do, right? And yeah. you're like a grown woman at this point. You should be. You're like 23. The garbage bag thing. I don't understand those big gestures of being petty because when you do something like that, um, you're obviously doing it to hopefully get a rise out of them. And a lot of the times, for like these clingy boyfriends or girlfriends that do that kind of stuff. It's like a mean thing that they do, but also in hopes that maybe you'll reach out, like even in anger, because it's good enough for them that you're still talking to them. Like they want to never, they don't want you to ever move past them. That's just how toxic fucking relationships work. Oh, yeah. So I don't understand those grand gestures of being petty because they he's not thinking about you at all so when you do that kind of stuff when you fucking key the car when you write asshole on a bag like the thing is is that she took the time to gather all of his things Mm -hmm. and she put them in a garbage bag and she wrote fucking trash on it like she did all of this stuff while he was probably what fucking jerking off and taking a nap like he's not thinking about you at all (laughs) at all bro it doesn't matter your your gestures aren't doing shit bro they're not thinking about you at all he's clearly already fucking done he, she didn't get the money back did she no he said that is ridiculous yeah. i spent money on you too like <clears throat> the fact that people even care about, about the money like yeah. that in a relationship so especially dumb. yeah, yeah. It doesn't make any sense and i mean like i know the worst is the girls now that post like lost 170 pounds or like the instagram post better without you now or like the crazy oh, ones that go and tweet uh, stuff yeah i know a few they just like crop like a profile pictures we're shit. subtweeting our group <laughs> yeah. like so bad that we are screenshotting these and sending them in our group chat yeah. like whatever and then the one time uh someone in our group chat said i love it when people have to be petty after a group breakup 
and subtweet everyone in their like friends group. Yeah. Cause this girl was saying like, haha, laughing because he never made me come and like like, why are you putting this on Twitter? Yeah. Like unnecessary. And I'm like, this is what you dated. Yeah, exactly. Like, it's like it's like you don't look good to anyone. No. Like anyone's gonna no. think, yeah. why would I want to be with that girl? She's exactly. gonna go ape shit. Exactly. If you can't have an amicable breakup, like and you look like a crazy person after you break up, like I don't, I don't know. It's not like the, it's not like these guys that your friends, they weren't like going out and uh cyber attacking these women after they broke up either. They weren't just like, oh, your left it's bigger than your right tit. Huh? That's kind of weird. Like I don't fucking no. know what to say. Like, no, they literally they don't need were to, like silent. give personal details of yeah. shit. Like no. it's so stupid. Guys will be silent on social media after a breakup. Maybe they'll post like a shirtless pic if they look good because now it's like they need to look like single. Yeah. Or maybe they'll tweet like one Drake lyric. Yeah. And then they'll be like, I'm on some shit. And then they'll play a song and cry in their bedroom maybe if they're a loser. But like Drake stereotype. But for the most part, they're like, okay, no, fine. None of my friends tweet anything. And then their girlfriends are like, retweeting all this men suck men like i don't get it like why do you like why after a breakup do some women say like not stereotyping i i'm all me too everything else oh my god (laughs) stereotyping but it's fine (laughs) but like some girls after a breakup are like men are horrible human beings and it's just like i'll double down on it that's fine i will stereotype i'll stereotype (laughs) with you i i think that it honestly comes from a place that um uh, people like to think that men aren't emotional in breakups. We are. If we have, if, if it's a mm-hmm. serious thing, if we loved this person, if this girl said, I love you on our second date, like obviously I'm going to cry about her <laughs> if we break up. But um, they think that we're not as emotional because I feel like we like to, we have to pretend that we're not. So I think that if guys were as outwardly emotional as, as girls are, especially with relationships, maybe they would do the fucking petty subtweet shit instead of just talking shit around a campfire with your friends. Cause that's all guys really do is like, we'll go, we'll have a fire and be like, yeah, she was a bitch. And that'll be the end of the fucking right. story. Um, but it's also because we don't want to look like we have this emotional attachment to another person because for that kind of thing, for a guy, it kind of looks like weakness. But for women, it's like you can almost be empowered by being like, fuck men and all men suck and I don't need them. When in reality, on the inside, all that means is like, I'm dying inside. Someone please help me. <laughs> so I, I think that I think that has a lot to do with it. Is, is It's literally the stereotypes that are put on us. Um, that girls think they need to look strong after a breakup and guys think they need to look strong after a breakup and we just both handle it in different ways. hundred percent. Yeah. But Hmm. I've never experienced that before. Have you? A serious breakup? Well, I mean like with the girl being crazy afterwards. Oh yeah. I had a, um, so I had, um, (laughs) okay. I don't know. I mean like you guys fucking know that you did this shit. So it's not like (laughs) I'm I'm not doing anything. Um, I had, as I had breaking up, broken up with girls, mm-hmm. I, uh, you know, you get in another relationship and then it's kind of just like, even if the subtweets had stopped when you had first broken up, when you get a new girlfriend, it's always like, like the subtweet will be like, oh, she's fucking ugly or something like that. And that's all the tweet will be because it's like, oh, downgrade. Like they'll always right. hate on yeah. the next girlfriend. Um, <clears throat> which was which was pretty fucking common for me as well. I get the new girlfriend and then the old one's just like, wow, what a fucking downgrade. But the, I had found out after like going through three different relationships that the three people um, that were all hating on each other in secession, they all just formed this like Justin hate cult <laughs> after I broke up with them. And so like as soon as as soon as so we you were a up, dumpy. 
Not a dump. <clears throat> no. I'll, well, the first two, yes, I was a dump, a dumper. You dumper. That's why. Dumper. I'm not, sorry. I take a lot of dumps, dude. Yeah. I was a dumper Big the first guy. time, first two times, and the last time it was like, uh, I got, I got fucked over basically, and we, were, but I was addicted to the toxicity, so it was kind of just like a weird fucking toxic breakup that type of shit but they all just became friends with each other and they all just formed this justin hate group and they're not even like from the same school or anything nice. so it's like how the fuck it was literally like the second that they've heard that we would break up with these people they would like reach out be like hey girl we have a support group for girls that have survived justin i guess <laughs> i don't fucking know like i didn't think i was doing anything wrong you guys were the ones fucking sucking other dudes dicks while we were in relationships so why i feel like i need the support group did they bro. ever try to like early admit emily like, were they like <laughs> like <laughs> they give her a pamphlet <laughs> they give her a pamphlet no she uh she knows a lot of the stories of the of the older girls and i would hope that you know you know she would like it feels like a double betrayal to go to <laughs> like if you do break up to then go talk to talk to your exes like it's just crazy and i know that that's another one of those just petty gestures where it's like hey i don't th- i don't think about any you fucking guys dude at all like so i, I don't know yeah yeah hmm I wanted to get to this though. Oh yeah. So, um, I Kyle had invited a couple friends over to a little poll party, so I got to meet one of his friends. Um, <clears throat> it was the same girl, same as the trash bag girls, the same girl, yeah. right? Yeah. And they had told me that uh, she is a server at a certain restaurant. We don't want to say the restaurant, do we? Or she no, was. She was. She is fired from that place. She's been fired from a few places. She is She's fired from that place because of hired because of said Yelp review. A Yelp review that was written <laughs> about her, and apparently it is uh, flagrant and very specific about um, about uh, how trash she is as a human being. It's a uh, it's one of my all time favorites. Do you need me to keep talking? I figured. No, no, I got it. I got it here. How recent was the Yelp review written? Uh okay, so four months ago, but I took the screenshot in January. Okay, do the math. Okay, so like right before Kylie Jenner, then. No, it was written like right in, the, in what, the 8th, August. So a year ago. Four, oh, a year, year ago. Now. Oh, so not four months ago. Well, it's, I, I was said. Like that <laughs> January I said, was more than math. four months ago. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Okay. So, um, all right. So I won't say the restaurant or the name of the server, but I'll tell you when they name her. Okay. Uh, so my family and I have gone here for years. My 30th birthday was thrown here, and I was planning on throwing my husband's birthday here in December. We eat here a lot and have always enjoyed the food. It's unfortunate, but after this past Sunday, we will not only never return, but I've been telling everyone about how bad of an experience we had. Okay. <laughs> it's the first paragraph. Uh, the first paragraph? Yeah, okay. She separated. Okay, it. perfect. very good. So, we had a party of four, and we were sat outside. After 25 minutes, and I literally timed it, I had to wave someone down and let them know politely no one has come over to our table yet. She said, okay, hang on. I'll get someone. A server came out. Her name is... Blank. Got it. Blank. <laughs> first and last? Just first name. Okay. Oh, Did they get a little name tag? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Uh, so then it says, and actually said, our hostess is new and never told anyone you were here. No sorry. Just, hey, let me throw my hostess under the bus for being an app. Jesus. But fine. We looked past it and ordered our food and drinks. The drinks came out and then half of our food. Uh, She said she'd be back with the rest. And after 10 minutes, she brings us the food. We eat and she barely checks up on us. Okay. 
End of paragraph two. That's not the end either? Okay, (laughs) keep going. We're then sitting waiting for a while with empty plates, and she finally comes up to give us the bill. We wanted to pay separately, but she dropped it off so fast we couldn't tell her. We write on the receipt that $30 should go on each of the three cards. We left our cards and two $20 bills in the card holder and waited for her to come back. After 20, all caps, 20 minutes <laughs> so pissed. of sitting there, yeah. all four of us finally decided we were sick of waiting and went inside. End of paragraph three. Oh my fucking God, dude. This lady wrote a fucking essay. This is like a college essay. Got like, <laughs> what, why do you want to go to college? This is an entrance <laughs> essay. We were going to see if the bartender would cash us out, but he said, but they said they couldn't and they'd have to go get the server. She asked me who the server was. I checked the receipt and it said, Blank. insert name. Yep. <laughs> Five minutes later, she comes out and says, Oh, you want to change? I almost felt like saying, you didn't even check if we were paying with a card or cash, but again, whatever. This is really where everything went downhill and made an already bad evening worse. Okay. Okay. So worse. She killed everyone at the table. (laughs) She comes back and gives us the cards and where it should have. Oh, okay. You're good. All right. And where should, there should have been $16 in cash is changed, there was no cash in the bill holder. So I waved her down again. Oh, my fucking caps. God. And she was walking away. And I said, um, excuse me, do you have the change? And I'm not joking. She says, excuse me? You didn't write there that you wanted change back. I thought that was my tip. But I get to keep. Oh, sorry. My tip. To keep, but can't change either. The people say... Wait, did I just screw myself up? Oh, I'm sorry. You might have. I, I did. <laughs> I thought that was my tip to keep. Yeah. Okay. I thought that was my tip, but I guess I was wrong. Oh. Now, none of us ever told her to keep the change either. The people paying with cards wanted to keep their portion of their tip on their card. Uh-huh. I've never in my life been treated like this while out to eat with my family. Not one time. She continued arguing with me that I never acknowledged that I wanted my change back. And then she stormed away. I swear all four of our jaws dropped right to the floor. I truly believe she kept the change on purpose because she figured how crappy of a job she did. We wouldn't tip her. (laughs) She was wrong. We still would have tipped her. She proceeds to then walk to the other side of the bar and glare at me. My fam... In my family, as she talked crap to us, to all the other co-workers. Oh, my fucking God. She came back with the cash, threw it on the counter, and left. Jesus fucking Christ. So, was the place busy? I, dude, it doesn't get that busy. I've been there a few times. You've been there. I mean, the place... Does that justify it? Is that what you're trying to? Is that the route you're trying to go? Well, I mean, depending. There's more. I'm not the, done. Oh, really? There's what? another. Sorry, Dude, sorry, sorry. One, no reconciliation. <laughs> you know, gotta got have your off. Okay. Finale. I jumped the gun. The finale. Got it. Okay. The saving grace was the bartender who immediately came over and said, "Wow, are you guys okay? I'm so incredibly sorry that that just happened. If there's anything that you need me to do, please let me know." And I told them that I was so close to asking for a manager, but since they asked if we were okay, I reconsidered making such an enormous deal out of it. 
However, I took the time over the past few days to think about how seriously wrong it is that what happened at a place my family and I visit more times than I can count. Please discuss this with your server and advise that the way she speaks and serves customers goes against everything someone in the food industry should do. Also, being a server, making sure you, making sure customers have a great experience is your job. The whole job. I've been there. I've literally been a server. I saw it through my own eyes. Everything I never want to be in the job. Absolutely unbelievable. Jesus Christ. So... He doesn't know that it was busy, but does that justify it? I think in some situations, the beginning of the whole experience with her probably would have been a little like bit wait. Yeah, my mom's the, the first wait. You know what I mean? Like I waiting I've never been... for the food or waiting for a server to come. That's happened to me as well. If it is busy, yeah. I mean, if it's busy and you're getting you should have slammed, apologized though, right? Right. Like I feel and, like it just naturally seems... comes out of your mouth. So yeah. if you're the kind of person that sorry doesn't naturally come out after yeah. somebody's fucked up like i feel like you definitely have a little like you definitely might write garbage on the trash bag of someone's but, clothes and then throw it into but there and that's what we know people that are currently servers and they're they say that they don't go and cause an issue or have a bad attitude with people but mm-hmm. there are people out there that'll go to restaurants and then tip them a dollar yeah you know what i mean yeah so i'm not trying to just justify how this woman or this girl is acting but yeah, sometimes shit happens like that and then it just ruins your fucking mood. It seems like this person just has a bad attitude in general 24-7 yeah. <laughs> anyways. Yeah. And it probably made everything worse, but I don't know. My mom went in there when it was dead once. Yeah. She was their server. Yeah. And then my mom's like, wow, I think, you know, my your buddy's girlfriend was my server and she sucked. Okay. Yeah. So then I saw her like a week later. She's like... Yeah, so I was serving the other day, and your mom came in with her boyfriend, and I didn't want to tell them it was me. I don't think she recognized me because I, you know, my hair is darker now, <laughs> and uh, it was just really busy. So I, they didn't get the best service, and I, I didn't want them to know it was me. My mom goes, "The place was dead, and she just sucked. She was oh just nowhere God, to be found." Dude. It's <sighs> fucking crazy. Was this while she was dating uh, your yeah, boy? Yeah, my buddy. Okay. And the Yelp review happened while she was dating him as well. Oh, yeah. We tore him apart That's about hilarious. it. That's oh, really yeah. fucking funny. I quote it sometimes. Yeah, I can imagine. <laughs> <laughs> How did you find this? If you type her name in on Yelp at the restaurant, you know, someone works at. So we just went to all the restaurants she'd been fired from. And started oh, typing to in see her if name. you found anything good. And uh, yeah, there used to be more, but they had gotten deleted and no one has the screenshots anymore. Uh-huh. But that was the creme de la creme. Yeah. Damn. I've been to restaurants where you go and leave cash that you're paying for at the end yeah obviously and these there's been places that they take the change and i don't give a fuck about like whether it's like 75 cents or whatever but they'll give you like the dollars back but they'll take the coins and not give you the coins as like your change it's a weird assumption you, to make i've never, never had that happen that. yeah but and it's and it's one place in particular that, that it happens is it constantly. a diner no because it just like seems, a, that seems like a diner thing to do. Yeah, I don't know, and I don't know if it's a normal thing, but I've never seen that anywhere else. And I'm not trying to get you know fucking petty over cha- like literal change, like but it's just a change. Weird, but yeah. yeah, why would you go and take somebody's? Do they you know not I mean? have change? I, like I that, that's know. a yeah. weird thing to not. And, have. and it wasn't like they rounded up; they rounded down and just took the coins away. So my biggest problem with the story is the same thing that you're talking about. Is 
I mean, the attitude, whatever. She like obviously because we have the background of the garbage mm-hmm. and all the shit that she's done, we just know that she's right. a piece of shit. Right. So we can't really give her the benefit of a doubt as a server that's just being that's just busy or some shit like that. At least I think we can. Uh, we just know that she's a piece of shit. Um, my biggest problem with the story that I think anyone can look at and be like, "That's fucking weird." Is I I've never had like I was never. saying I've never had someone take my money. And then not assume it was their just assume it was their tip, tip or whatever yeah. the hell it was. No, they always ask like even if when you put the money back, do you need change? Yeah, do you need change, change or or like no, you're all set. Take yeah. it, you know. Yeah, like I've went out and paid on multiple cards and never had this issue yeah. before. Like, and we go out in groups of friends out to dinner all the time, so it's like, and it doesn't make sense. It clearly proves that she never asked, even if they were. Because in the first time before, they actually were able to give her the money because she just like dropped the bill off and then just fucking left. It clarifies and confirms that she never asked if they were paying with card or, or check because her her excuse was like, oh, do you need change or something? And they were just like, no, you didn't even fucking ask us if we were going to split the bill or anything like that. Yeah. So it's like it's just fucking all around just so many dumb things. Like if something happens at my work, like I'm not a fucking server, but if something happens at my work that's like completely out of my control has nothing to fucking do with me like it just automatically sorry like it just slides out of my mouth i, like it's sorry just, I just want to sorry for exactly <laughs> like so it's just weird that she would have that temperament and that demeanor to be like not say it at all he's just weird it's just fucking weird yeah i never get bad service when i go out either unless i go to chipotle you don't have any stories transit chipotle <laughs> chipotle on transit okay three times i've went there this summer got a coli yeah, yeah. no the one time they were an hour behind so i ordered for six o'clock i didn't have it till seven okay i went there yesterday i picked it up yeah, they're always behind so i pick it up 15 minutes after i yep. had scheduled it someone had stolen my order and really? i had to stand back in line to order it again behind like five did I they give it to you for free it. well i had to pay for it they gave it so what? i paid for it to oh, pick it up oh, early okay, already okay. so they're like it's not there i'm like well no i'm told you it's not there yeah. i'm like well they're like stand in line again to order it and I'm then like, they made you buy the second meal is what i'm no they like okay i was gave it say, to me for like, free Christ. but i already had paid for it that transit chipotle is always busy as fuck Oh. So they are always but A DoorDash person picked up my order once instead of the order that they were supposed to. So I was waiting there for 30 minutes. Well, you know my fucking opinions on delivery I, services. I hate them. I, <laughs> I do fucking too. hate them, dude. Dude, they, I ordered Rachel's one time through them for pickup. Cost me an extra 10 bucks if I would have just used the Rachel's app. Exactly. Would have been cheaper. Hate exactly. DoorDash. Yeah. Would have been fucking cheaper. Boycott. Yeah, boycott. Boycott all of the delivery services, man. Until they get better, at least. Joey, like Joey was saying, he just had to, he literally just like sends them a picture of his driver's license and they're like, you look like you're not yeah. a fucking psychopath. <laughs> like, how do we know? Because I've seen stories too of like the stuff that we have fears about when you do these delivery services are like, oh, what if they're going to spit in my food or stuff like that? Like, that shit fucking happens. There's they, people have been recorded. Like, they've recorded Door, DoorDash drivers like literally just like eating the food and right. then in front of the back. house yeah, yeah like in front yeah so it's fucking ridiculous well dude there's a a new trend of movies now coming out there's a movie with that kid with the long hair from stranger things i can't think of finn wolfhard the older guy the one that's like the curlier hair like the main character yeah the one with the bat with the yeah oh, uh, I, I, don't know. No, yeah, I don't know i don't know him um well he's got some movie coming out that he's like a crazy Uber driver that streams everything and like things go wrong or he does mm. like drugs them or kill like crazy people. Yeah. And then I guess whatever Quibi is, the Quibi, Quibi show. Yeah. yeah. 
They have one about an Uber driver that's a TV show I about saw that. Uber driver too now. Yeah. Doing just crazy stuff. Well, I mean, it's just like, it's a realistic thing that can happen. It's always been a fear with like taxi cabs and shit like that. Like anywhere where you're coming into contact with somebody that you trust them to like get you to a destination or bring you something that you're going to ingest, like obviously it's going to be a fucking problem. Um, I don't think that... What's that? I said even Airbnb. Even Airbnb, yeah. yeah. Crazy. Um, I don't think... Uh, I don't think that those kinds of things need to be a movie. I think Quibi is the... Do you know what Quibi is? It's like short videos. It's like very short films. Right, yeah. yeah. Like, I think that that's more of like a Black Mirror episode than like a full-fledged movie. But um, but yeah, which I, I, I'm, I'm surprised that they haven't done something like that if they haven't already. Do you watch Black Mirror at all? No. Great fucking show. Do you watch it? I watch episodes occasionally. I it kind of just makes you feel stuff. like shit afterwards. Like I've you only watch seen the, the Star Trek one. Oh, that, oh, that one, one is so is, weird. I hate that one. <laughs> They're all. They, I hate all of them. It's a great show, but, but I have to watch. But I have to. Yeah, I have to watch it. But then immediately after, it's just this hot wash of just shame, and I'm like, I hate who I am. I hate that I'm a human being. I just fucking hate it. I don't like that shit. I have to like shake it off after we're fucking done. Um, but yeah, I don't know. Have you? Have you had any? We never actually like went over. Do you have any stories about just like bad fucking delivery service or anything like that, or just bad service in general? Because it seems like you were very quick to jump into the the uh, the waitresses Defense. corner. There. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I we've talked about my experience with DoorDash just the one time that they delivered the food three hours too soon. Yeah. But um, no, other than that, no, I don't. I don't typically ever get anything delivered. Uh, but Tim Hortons, I think, is the biggest pain in the asses. Just because yep. during the day I'll go to Tim Hortons and get in uh, take break, but they never get my fucking order right ever. Mm-hmm. It takes them so extra long for for nothing, and then they end up coming back and giving me the wrong fucking wrap that I didn't order, and um, I don't know. That's why you should go to Good Rich Coffee and Tea. (laughs) That's my favorite fucking place. Have you ever been there? Yeah. It's so fucking good, It's good, but it's so overpriced. You think so? Yeah. But I think it's like all like fresh shit, so like what makes it overpriced? Because like obviously you only have to pay a dollar at Tim Hortons. Dude, it cost me 30 bucks for two people to go eat. Like it's like a, it's like a coffee shop. Like it's okay, not dude. it's not like going to. I mean, it's the Carabas. same as like it's the same as like fucking Starbucks or some shit like that. Like they're basically just not a chain. I Starbucks. mean, Starbucks is shit. Starbucks is garbage. Yeah. Dude, McDonald's has a good coffee. It dude, does. McDonald's lie. does have a good coffee. Do you drink coffee? Yeah. Okay. So McDonald's is your go-to. I don't see. I drink coffee, but I don't need coffee. Okay. So like I'm well, like obviously three to five cups a week, yeah. and if I'm driving around, I'll. I would go to McDonald's first. I usually only get coffee when I'm with Sarah, mm-hmm. so it's usually Tim Hortons. Yeah, she's a big Starbucks person too, though. Coffee she doesn't get shit hot hard. coffee. Coffee makes me shit hard. Yeah, yeah. no, no. no. It regu- I'll you got know iron I got gut, dude. Coming. Dude, I can't even like just smelling it will just make me <laughs> just <laughs> evacuate. Just, yeah. No, I know if I <laughs> like deep. finish my coffee in under thirty minutes, that within the next thirty minutes it's coming. <laughs> <laughs> you know, he just knows it's happening, dude. Yeah. Oh my goodness. Yeah, I stopped. I stopped drinking coffee. I, I drank it a lot during um, school because where I went to school, they had like a Tim Hortons basically oh, yeah. on campus. Um, so I would go there every day and out. But I wouldn't even drink. Like I never really drank coffees. Like I would always just drink like the cappuccinos and shit like that, which I guess like doesn't count. Like it's not. I mean, it's not really fucking coffee. It's just like caffeine and like it's ice cream. Basically, that's all yeah, I, I used to order is. from Tim Hortons. Ca- ice caps. Ice like caps and cappuccinos yeah. when I was in high school. Mm-hmm. I didn't start drinking coffee until college. So you were a man. Yeah. But yeah, so I, I had to I had to stop because I just have this general underlying like 
someone's going to kill me anxiety. So when I drink coffee, it's not underlying anymore. I'm like actively like looking like someone is going to kill me. It's going to happen within the next five minutes, just like for the whole day. And then at the end of the day, after shitting like way too many times, I just like crash hard. And then I feel like shit. I literally get fucking hangovers from coffee. If I start to drink it again, it's fucking weird. Oh yeah. I don't get sugar hangovers. No. Do you get hangover hangovers though? Yeah, every once in a while. It's more like a body aching now. It's not, I don't ever really get headaches or okay. any of that. None like, of this even, stomach shit? No. Yeah. I'm, I'm, oh, stomach shit, yeah. yeah, so yeah. I, I got to eat some food in the morning. Okay. But most of the time, my body just feels broken. Yeah. I just feel like I'm falling apart. <laughs> Definitely feel like I want to throw up constantly. Yeah, yeah the whole for it's it's literally like seven or eight hours, and I don't yeah. remember having any problems like this when I was younger. Um, but I mean, I'm only fucking twenty five. Right. I don't know why my body's falling apart. Yeah, no, I've I've I feel you on that. And the mornings are the worst. Yeah, sometimes. Mm-hmm. So I chug Pedialyte. Pedialyte, dude. Yeah. Fuck yeah, that's some cheesy shit right there. Dude, the popsicles. Let's get some Pedialyte popsicles. Yeah, pe- <laughs> I think he's just talking them. about the drink itself. They have popsicles now. Yeah, you haven't seen that. No, they I haven't have seen Pedialyte that. Shit. That's so fucking good. I love me some fucking popsicles. When Kyle invited us over the <laughs> other day, everyone's just like drinking fucking like craft beers and shit, and me and Emily walk up with like, we brought popsicles. <laughs> <laughs> biggest hit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Everyone had one. Everyone had one, dude. So. I uh, I appreciate you uh, coming on. We're um, like I said, you've been an OG fan, and you've been very uh, very active. Usually, every couple of episodes, I'll get a text from you about something that you liked or something that you fucking didn't like or some shit like that. Um, so I appreciate you always giving me feedback. I appreciate you listening. Um, we ask this of all of our guests as the episodes come to a close, as you are probably familiar. Are there, is there any piece of advice that you can give to any future guests that we might have, especially somebody who might not be familiar with us or even just one of the hosts? Um, the best thing I can say is, I know everyone's saying it, I think, you know, just watch a few episodes. Yeah. Even if it's the past few episodes leading up, even though you can watch or individual ones, knowing how the show works okay. is awesome. And honestly, like I was a little nervous when I was coming in. And then when I walked in and saw how this isn't just like two guys sitting at a table with shitty mics and being like, hi, I'm Justin Gill. Can you uh, come watch my podcast, please? (laughs) Um, It's like legit. You guys are like have the lights and everything. And then I started getting like, oh, shit, I thought I was okay, But like, I don't know. I'm like, I, you know, I'm like, no, less lights. Put me dark. They can't see my face. You know, give me the hello. I have a secret. Yeah. You know? <laughs> you're like, bright lights. You're the oh, anonymous bold. interview. Yeah. <laughs> so the fact that we have fucking Emily's just laundry and makeup just all over the floor over there. Oh, that makes does, me feel better. Make you feel better. Yeah. No, yeah, yeah. No. I'm like, oh, okay. It's it's still in someone's house. But no, it's you wouldn't even realize it. You know, we were talking, the first thirty minutes went so quick. You know, it's not I was worried about having to fill time and things, but mm-hmm. There's nothing to worry about. I mean, you guys make everything so easy. Well, you're definitely good at talking, and you definitely are one of the most mic-conscious guests that we have had, so I appreciate that because people are always just like, hello, everyone, I'm going to talk from all the way back here, and it doesn't fucking work at all. And then I have the same people that guested on the show being like, Hey, why am I so quiet in that episode? I don't know, because you didn't fucking listen to my goddamn instructions. Um, But again, I appreciate you coming on. Uh, We'll probably wrap it up here. That was a really fucking easy peasy 
uh, Lemon Squeezy episode that we oh, had yeah. there. Episode so, 27. You yeah. know, seven's my lucky number. It worked perfect. It is oh, indeed. Shit. You got the fucking seven on the chest. We'll probably post a picture of the... Uh, we'll probably post a picture of the old back there. Is that a custom fucking yeah, jersey? Yeah, I got this as a, as a gift. It was... Uh, someone got it for me for my birthday. Adorable. My friend, Kaylin. Fucking adorable. Shout it's out amazing. to Kaylin, dude. All right. Well, thank you for coming on, Kyle. We, uh, we love to me. have you, man. And we will see all of you guys next week.